Gemara Erubin, Dafkaf Aleph, Masikat Erubin, dedicated by Freddy and Yvette Kassab. Natslahat, Mushpahtam, Vechol Yotzeh Halatsehim, Amen. Today's Dab is being studied for us, Shalemashim, on Ben Simcha, Edna Refanelop. For the Nefesh, for the Gufa, for Atukar Abadabo, Vechini Rasov Ramad, Amen. Begin today's Dab. On Chaf Amud Bet, and we are on the bottom of the Amud, and we will begin with Amar of Yitzhak Bar Ada, two lines on the bottom. Amar of Yitzhak Bar Ada, no, who threw Pasebiraot, Ela Leolere Galim Bilbaras. We learned Pasebiraot is the bore, that's considered a Rishut Yahid, it's 10 by 4. It is in the Rishut Rabim. They need to draw water from it in order to give water to the animals. So they allowed to make pasibiraot, these L-shaped brackets at the four corners, even though it's parutz mirubah ala omed, there's more uh, breach than there is wall, which normally we're not lenient when it comes to that. Normally you need a wall to cover up the breach. However, over here they were lenient when it came to Olerik Galim. Those pilgrims that came up to Yerushalayim, so they needed to have, you know, uh, water for their animals, so they allowed them to be lenient on Shabbat to rely on these pasibiraot. So, oleh regalim. Vahatanya lohotru pasibiraot ela legabe behema bilvad. So here it says that the heter for pasibiraot is specifically for animals. Which means it sounds like anybody can make pasibiraot, not only oleh regalim. So long as you have animals, you need to give them water, it's okay. So the Gebarah says, my behema, behemat oleh regalim. When the second writer said behemah, it didn't mean any behemah, it meant the behemot of ole regalim. Okay. Aval adam, which means a regular guy, he cannot drink from a be'er on Shabbat unless metapes ve'ole or metapes ve'yored, which means he basically climbs up the wall over the board and he goes into the board, so to speak. He's hopping into the board. And then he comes out, which means he goes out and in of the board, meaning he drinks in the board itself, which is a reshut. As long as he's in the board, he has no problem to drink. An animal can't do that. So an animal, you need a heter to draw it out for him. But the guy, he's able to go in, let him hold on to the sides of the, um, the board itself, and let him uh, come out of the be'er. Why can't he sit on the ledge? On the ledge, yeah, on the ledge. He doesn't have to go in. Not in it, but on the ledge, in, in the rim of it. Exactly what it's saying. Look at that sheet, top rashi. Mekatelin, that's what he means, the wall. That's it. Okay, so the Gemara says, we have a contradiction. Mayim Chaim is a natural spring water. That's what type of be'er we were talking about. But not rainwater. Why? The Gemara says, The assumption over here is that people don't drink rainwater. It collects over there, it gets all dirty. It's fit for human consumption. Okay, but what do we care? Why do we have to fit human consumption if we just said that the whole head is for animals? So the Chaurav, the whole for Arabs, they should make no difference what type of Be'er it is, whether it's Be'er Ma'im Hayim, whether it's Be'er of, uh, of Gishamim. So the Kabbalah says, Ba'inan midah adam, which has to be Ra'ui adam, meaning Ma'im Hashuvim. And uh, in order 
for these mechitzot to be mechitzot, it has to be something that would be fit for human consumption. And that's only mayim haim. Even though the only ones that are going to benefit is the animals, but for mechitzot to be mechitzot, it has to be fit for human consumption. We said this in previous Gemara. Right? It's considered hukaf um, ledira. Why is it considered hukaf ledira? Since humans can drink from the water, we gave it a status of hukaf ledira because humans benefit from it. And that's why we gave... That was in the Mahlukur over there, how big the Pasim are able to be. Read Rashi, midi the Hazi Adam. Right, so therefore, these walls to become walls, need Mayim Hashuvi. Okay, now we get to something that we mentioned on yesterday's daf. Gufa. Lohutru pasebiraot eda de behema vilvad. Aval Adam, like we said, he's coming to drink water. Metapes ve ole, metapes ve yored. Which means he climbs up, climbs down. Over the board, he's in the Rishuti Yahid himself. So you don't need this hetera pasibiraot for men, for people, for humans. Which means, let's say, uh, it's wide, I guess, so he can't hold on to the sides. He can't get onto the sides of the wall. They're very, very wide, so he can't hold on to them and, and cling on to them. So how's the man going to drink? Okay, then we'll, let, we'll be lenient for him to rely on pasibiraot. This is yesterday's daf. That a person is not allowed to uh, use a keli to fill from the board in order to give to his animals. You're able to draw from the well and pour into the trough and the animal will drink by itself. Now this is a big hadush over here. What are you talking about? So they, we, until now we always thought that the animal goes to the pasebiraot he sticks his head uh, by the board. He can't, he can't get the water. How's he going to get the water? We always understood the guy takes the cup and gives it to him. Now you tell me, no, no, no. He cannot use a cup to give it to the animal. So what's the Pasibiro doing for you? Make Pasibiro so the animal can drink. But you can't, you can't give him to drink. So what's, 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 and what's the whole hetera Pasibiro? So give us a matkiflan of Anan. In can you cannot give the animal uh, when he's holding the, when you're holding a keli, ma'u'idu Pasibiro. So what's the Tere Pasibir Ota? What are you doing? So Gibara says, what do you mean? Ma'u'idu lemalot mehen. Which means, without the Pasim, uh, you would not be allowed to draw water. So just drawing the water. But I can't give it to the animal to, with the keli. I can just draw the water. Where am I drawing the water? From the well to the, uh, to the trough, to the well, to, the, to wherever it is, to, to, to that area which was normally a shoot beam. But he can't give it to the animal. I'm just drawing the water and uh, leave it there. So Yabara says, okay, fine. So you're drawing the water and then you're leaving it there. Remember we said yesterday, we learned it in the Mishnah, that the majority of the animal's body has to be within the Pase Bidaot. Now, if you're just leaving the water there, so what do I care where the animal is? You, 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 I mean, you need to have it a shutiyahit so you can draw the water and leave it there. But the animal, what do I care if he's... Now the whole inyam we said, is, we, we assume that putting it in because you're worried that the animal might come out, that you might take the keli out with you, and all gives it all like that. But if you say there's no keli anymore, so then what's the problem of the animal being roshov and If you're holding a keli, understand what the problem is. You don't, when you're giving the animal to drink, you're worried the animal might pull back because she's not roshov and in, and he might go out. He might give, the, the, the cup unintentionally might go out. He might put the cup back in. However you're learning. But the point is, if you're not worried about a cup, because you can't feed the animal. So what do you want? You put the, put the water on the floor, let the animal drink whatever he wants to drink. What's the measure of Shovinubo? 
Do we have a Rashi over here yet? Right, just read Rashi Imayur uh, Habim. That's the human. Okay, we tell if they're bimto. Right, that's all it did. Oh, that's Gemara's answer. So Gemara says, I'm gonna buy Okay, so now the botai, basically Gemara's gonna say, uh, the case where we talked about with the keli is not the case of here of Pasebinaot, the conventional case. It's a different case, and we were concerned more about a gizerah, and uh, it's got nothing to do really with our case in the Mishnah. What's the case of the Isur to use a keli? Cases like this. What was the case? We have a picture probably in the book. Basically, you have an animal. The animal's head is out the window, which is Rishut Yahid, and he's over a trough. The trough, which is in Rishut Rabin, but is Rishut Yahid because it's 10 by 4. Beautiful. And what are, we, uh, what are we concerned over here? We're concerned that the guy who is going to give the animal to drink, so he's standing in the Shuta Rabim, but it doesn't matter where he's standing because his cup is over the trough. His cup is over the trough, which is the Shut Hayahid. Problem is, we're worried that he's going to draw, and his intention is to give really to the, to the animal. But then, as he's standing there, he might see that, wow, the trough has a you know, deformity or has, uh, needs a tikkun, we'll call it. And then what's going to end up happening, he's going to bring the cup to where he's standing, fix the, uh, the trough, and then bring the cup back, which is going to be a problem of hotza'ah. In that case, we said you shouldn't give the animal. But in a regular case where you're in a pasibiraot, without troughs, without the shoot and a beam, for sure you could use a cup. There'd be no, uh, be no problem. And the Mishnah uh, said that so long as the animal is roshor, it's quite possible that you don't even have to be holding on to the animal. Which is, even if you're not holding on to the animal, as long as it's roshor, even if I'm using a cup, I'm not worried about it, because since the majority of the animal's inside, I have no problem. I, you said you can't use a cup, that's a case where there's a shoot beam in the picture. When there's a shoot beam in the picture, and he's standing in the shoot beam, the guy, and I'm worried about the cup might come to him and he might bring it back. But Sheikh, when you're not standing in the shoot beam, when he's standing in Pasebiraot, Everybody's going to shoot the yachid. The animals will show verubo. In that case, I would have no problem. Okay, that is the end of the uh, end of sugya. That is the end of the sugya. Mm. Right, it's just fourth. Uh, just comes along and says that. Uh, and according to this, the Mishnah was talking about the lonakit. Even if you're not holding on to the animal, it would be permissible. Even if you're not holding on to the animal, as long as He's uh, he'd be okay to use a cup to give the animal to drink. Okay, now about time, we move on to the next one. Yeah. Ama, uh, yes, really, really just for feed your animals. That's all it is. You have no other choice. You can't go into the Correct. Correct. Okay. Correct. Oh, By the way, and we'll, we'll have to check this up in the halakha. Remind us, we'll do this halakha because it's an important halakha to see what the heter pasibir ot is. You have, to see, you have to see, once you have passive, you could use other things, could use it for other things. And that question. Yesterday we had Mashma'ot that you can use it for other That's right. Although he said maybe you're taking the cup from the Hasid to feed the animal. Okay, we'll see. Let's go one step at a time. We didn't get to this yet, but we're going to learn about Tehumin. It's a major part of Masechet Terubin. And Tehumin means that wherever a person was, 
before Shabbat. So he's able to go 2,000 Amah from that Makom Shevita. He's called Shevita. Now, 2,000 Amah of a city begins from outside the city. In a regular case, we have a city, and you want to walk to, I want to walk on Shabbat. So I go to the end of the city, the last residence, so to speak, and from there I get 2,000. But the whole city is considered for Amot. Now we have in Yana Burganin. Burganin means these little huts. And as long as the huts are within 72 thirds Amah of the city, they're considered an extension of the city, and if it extends my Tchum. So therefore, these Burganim will not extend your Tchum in Bavir. In Burganim Bavir. Why not? I mean, a hut is a hut. Babylonian huts don't count to extend the amount of your Tchum. We will see why. Velo Pasibira, or this Heted that we gave of Pasibira, ought for the animals to drink. Well, while it applies in Bavel, but it's not going to apply in Hutzla Aris. Hutzla Aris means outside of Israel, not including Bavel. So now the Gemara explains, Burganin Bidke. What's Bidke? Storms. Flash floods. Exactly. What's going to happen to these Burganim? They're, they're going to get blown away. There's no stability on these, on these, on these huts. So well, you can't trust them. You cannot consider them a dwelling. Because they, they always get flooded away. Why can't you use Because in outside of Babel, the boys don't go study in Yeshiva. In, in Babel, they would go study in Yeshiva. Therefore, they needed the same heter as Olele Galim. Because when we say Olele Galim, we don't only mean Olele Galim. We mean people that are going to do a mitzvah. So in Babel, where they went to go study, uh, either when they got to study from Babel to Eretz Israel, so on the way there, they need heter uh, for the animals to drink. People go learn, even men. Even not yeshiva guys, young guys. Even the big guy, your son's going today. The point is, the point is, they used to go study Torah. Outside the Bible, they weren't going to learn. So there was no heter of Paseh Bida'ot. But Ibcha Abdina. Ibcha Abdina meaning, Burganin Bechutzla'ares Mutar. And the heter of Paseh Bida'ot Bebabel Mutar as well. So Ibcha Mutar. Bidrashi. That's 72 thirds. Right, basically like a watchman's tent. It's not permanent over there, but it's enough considerate a extension to the city. They're not considered significant because they get washed away. Besides Babel, you don't get the That's the key. Not only Oregalim. Oregalim and things that are similar to Oregalim. So, so same as Vah. No, back to the whatever the rules of Eter is. For animals. God's going, he has an animal. Now they go to Yeshiva, they didn't have cars, they took an animal. But they have to give the animal the water to drink. Same Eter. Oh, like a horse. The person could go in the well. With the person. Whatever the Eter was in Babel, in Israel. Okay, we have a different version over here.
Gemara says, Ika de Amre. We have another version. Amar Avirmiya bar Abba. Amar Rav. En Burganin upase biraot. Lo bebabel. Velo bechotzala aris. Wow. So none of these things, not Burganim, not Pasibirot, does not apply, not in Chutzla Aris and not in Bavel. Why? Burganim bebavel lo tishayi bidke. Okay, we learned that already. In Bavel, the Burganim are not going to work because of the flash floods. Be Chutzla Aris tamel lo tishayi ganave alar ganavim. And what did the ganavim come and do? They steal the Burganim, and therefore they're not considered permanent, or they're not going to be considered permanent enough to add it to the. Extended to the city. Why don't they let Pasibiraot in Babel? Which is water. Which is a lot of water in the Babel. So therefore, you don't need to, uh, you know, to, to rely on this over here. Uh, when it comes to Eretz Israel, there was no rain. So they're relying on these wells over there that collected the water. When it comes to uh, Babel, since there was a lot of water over there, so there's no need to. Um, Give the seter over here. They have, they have streams of water, they have the rivers and stuff like that, where the animals are able to drink. Now, why do they allow the heter of a pasibir oten hotzas? We said already, because they didn't have yeshivas, so they weren't going to do mitzvot. So, therefore, there's no need. They might not have had water, but they don't have guys going to yeshiva to learn, so therefore, they don't have this heter. Read Rashi. It's interesting. Now he says Megish Shamim. Before we just said it's only Mayim Hayim. Now what happened? Megish Shamim? Didn't we just say that the Paseh Berot is only by Mayim Hayim in the beginning of today's Surya? Now what does she say? Now what does she say? Unless he's saying in a place, in a place, not that these that these borot were right, they're not used for that. But in a place where they need storage for water, because there's a lack of it, so then we gave a tera pasibir by ba'im hayim. That's the way I learned the shittu. Okay, continue. Nothing. Gemara tells a story. Amar le Rav Chazda le Mori bere de Rav Huna bere de Rav Yirmiya bar Abba Amri. They said, They say regarding you that you are coming from Barnish to the Bet Knes of Daniel. It seems Daniel is Hamudot, the prophet. He used to have a place where he used to pray in, and uh, that place they built a Bet Knesset on that spot. And the Jews over there in that region would pray there on Shabbat. So they would go from Barnish, that's the city, they would pray in the Bet Knesset of Daniel. They didn't pray on the porch, they went to the Bet Knesset. They prayed in the Bet Knesset of Daniel. Strange. They went there. Why? Oh, the problem was it was far away from the from the city. So the Gemara says, It was three parsaot away from the city, which is clearly more than the uh, more than the Toma. Parsa is four meal. Each meal is 2,000 amma. So therefore, you know, the three parsaot is four meal, and they did three parsaot. So was that 12 meal? So how much uh, amot is that? Uh, 24,000 amot. Uh, which, Four months, a lot, a lot of distance out of the tomb. So he asked them, am I What did you rely on? So they told him, or he said, Aburgani? Did you rely on Burgani? Must be that which you had there, because you had these huts. And you know, it keep on extending your tomb. So he said, But don't you know what the rabbi said? Ha Amar Abu Da Abu, your grandfather said, Mishabetab, and Burgani Bibabel. That we don't rely on Burgani Bibabel. Nafak Bahvele. 
So he showed him, he showed Mori, went to show of Hizda, these uh, cities that were destroyed between Barnash and the Bet Knesset. It was like uh, ruins. Problem, not the problem. The, the good thing about these ruins was the walls were still there, although there might not be people living in there. The Mibbalan, and they were swallowed in within Shivim Amavishiran, the same 72 thirds of the city. And the Hadush over here is even though there's no people living there, but the structure was there. And then, since the structure was there, that's not worse than, it's not a Burganin, the structure, therefore we relied on that in order to walk to the Be'at Knesset. That's she. Right, they don't get washed away, and no Ganabim, no other issues that we had with the Burganin. Shabbat, nice. If you remember, we learned that the Masechet Berachot, that's the Pasuk, we learned that you have the windows in the Bet Knesset. Nefesh means not a nefesh, a body, it means a, 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 a tomb. If it's there, it's considered like a structure. Right, it's not a Bible, nobody's living over there. Bishvim. They get it from the, 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 the area of the Mishkan, which was 72 thirds by 72 thirds, which is about 5,000 square Amah. Okay, now Rabotai, let's see what it says over here in this piece. Amar of Hazda, Darish Mori Bar Mori. My dictive, Tehillim, Lechol Techlara Iti Ketz. David Amela says, I see that everything has an end. The only thing that's not, there's no end to it, is your mitzvot. The depth of the mitzvot, I cannot see the end of the Torah. The Rehava mitzvotecha me'od, very, very, very. But he didn't give a shiur. Davar zeh, Amarot David, velo prisho. He didn't tell us how great and vast the Torah is. He just said, Rehava. Amara Iyov, velo prisho. Iyov also came along and talked about the width and the depth of the Torah. Amaro yihazkel velo perisho. I'm sorry, Amaro yihov velo perisho. Amaro yihazkel velo perisho. Ad sheba Zechariah ben Ido u perisho. Until the prophet Zechariah came and uh, and explained it. Ashi. The chot echar aiti ketz. The soft cold abar yesh ketz. The soft soft cold abar. The soft echar haba meod. The end ketz. The tichlashela. Lo perisho. Ezehu ketz shiura. Good. Amaro David, now we go into the sugya, velo perishot ikhtiv dechot tekhlara itikets, lechava metvatecha meot. Amaro iyov, what did he say? Velo perishot ikhtiv. Aruka meeres mida, it's wider than the width of the, or the length, I should say, of the land, the earth, urhava miniyam, and it's wider than the the ocean, but in terms of the shi'ud. Amaro yahazke velo perishot ikhtiv, vayifrosh, the Haskel, he saw in a prophet a hand holding the Torah. Torah Shabbat Peh. Interesting. On the cloth was written on both sides. It was written on both sides. And it's written on it. What was the content of this Megillah? Kinim, Vahege, Vahi. What are these things? Kinim, Vahege, Vahi. So the Torah says, Kinim, Zupar, Anutam, Shit Sadikim, Olamazeh. It talked about the different sarot, 
כמה לצדיקים בעולם הזה. הצדיקים sometimes have יסודים in this world over here. He says over here, הפסוק מלמד שעניין יסורי הצדיקים בעולם הזה ניתן להבין רק באמצעות לימוד כל התורה שבעל פה כולה. I don't understand the עניין of the יסורים of the צדיקים בעולם הזה, you can only understand it if you learn שס, then you start to understand what the יסורים is in this world. It's interesting. Furthermore, וכן הוא אומר, as the פסוק says, כיני כינה היא וכוננוה. That's referring to a פורענות, the פסוק is referring to you know, a lamentation and a trouble. והגה, what's הגה? That's in the Pasuk of Yehazkeh, זו מתן סכרן של צדיקים, לעתיד הבא, it's the reward that the צדיקים are going to enjoy. וכן הוא אומר, עלי היגיון בחינות. So הגה is a song, meaning the song of עולם הבא for the צדיקים. והי, what is the word והי? זוהי פורענותם של רשעים לעתיד הבא. That's the פורענות, the trouble of the רשעים, the punishment. וכן הוא אומר, הובה על הובה תבוא. הובה means a tragedy on a tragedy, which means that the רשעים are going to have tragedy. Now, but they didn't explain, they explained some of the content of what was in the book, but they didn't explain the, the width or the, 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 the size of the book. Ad sheba zechariah ben ido upirsho. What did he say? Dekhtiv. Vayomer elai, ma ata ro'eh? Vayomar, ani ro'eh megilah afar. I see a megil afar. That's doubled over, which means it's folded in the middle. Ad borka, its length is esrim ba'ama. So when it was folded over, it was 20 by 10. And then what? When you open it up to fold, right? once you unfold it, it becomes 20 by 20. 20 by 20. And it says in the Pesach, it's written front and back. Now when you split it, let's say, and if we open up the back, so you double it, you double the length. When you peel it off, so to speak, then it's going to be, because the length was 20. But now if you take the back and you open it up, so therefore you double the whole shi'ud. So basically the shi'ud of this megillah, now we're starting to get a shi'ud. It's 40 by 20. 40 by 20 what? Amma. That's right. So uh, that's uh, 40 by what, 800, uh, what, square amma, we call that? Amma? Okay. Uchtiv, we learned this in Yeshayan a couple of weeks ago in Naftarah. What does it say here? The, the Navi is trying to show God's greatness, how you know, vast the world is, and how to God it's so small to what, to, 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 to what he created. So it says, Mi madad b'sha'olo ma'im b'shamayim b'zeret so it says, Bore Olam is able to measure the oceans with his fist, which means it's nothing. You can hold all the water in, uh, in his keys. It's mashal, of course. And then it says, Veshamayim uh, bazeret uh, tiken. What's a zeret? Zeret is like uh, the pinky, you know, the small, small finger. Or it means that the shi'ud of the shamayim, which we know is uh, vast, it comes into the zeret of a kadosh baruch hu. That's uh, how great Hashem is, and although you see the world is so great, but it's nothing compared to a kadosh baruch hu. So we see that what? That the midah of the shamayim is a zeret mirubaat of a kadosh baruch hu, a zeret square of a kadosh baruch hu. What's a zeret square? Right, a zeret is a half a amah, so it's a quarter of a amah by a quarter of a amah. Right? 
So what's the whole world? The whole world, which is basically a quarter of Amma by a quarter of Amma against the Torah. Half an Amma by half an Amma. Half an Amma by half an Amma. Or Roba Amma. A quarter Amma Mirubat. We'll read Rashi in a second. But if you learn it's a quarter of Amma by a quarter of Amma. That's the, that's the size of the sky. And what's the, what's the Torah? The Torah is 800 Amma. And how many quarters are in 800 Amma? Right? 3,200. So therefore, it's 3,200 times greater than the size of the sky. The sky is a quarter squared based on the shoot of the Zedit, which is Amma, half Amma. Therefore, the Torah, we finally got a shi'ud now. So we know it's 800 uh, amma when you unfold it. And the quarters into that would be 3,200. So it's 3,200 amma or times greater than the sky. Whatever that means. Whatever that means. It's very big. Which is, if you look at the sky, it's endless. And the Torah is 3,200 times greater than that. That's just trying to show you the hava. That's what the Vedim was saying. The hava is what the was. Okay, now read the... Uh, Rashis, you can start from Vayifros. Vayifros or Talatanai, Megillah Torah Shiba'al Pehira. That's the first time you see such a thing. They showed him Megillah Torah Shiba'al Peh. It was written. Normally, Torah Shiba'al Peh is not written. Torah Shiba'al Peh is Baal Peh. They gave you a copy of it. Right. That's you have to say, say that, by the way. When it said Esim Ba'aman, the dream, it's not Esim Ba'aman, our Amot. Otherwise, what are you comparing the sky to the Torah? And that's going on God's Amot. That's the key. When it's folded. The unfolded becomes 20 by 20. Unpeel it becomes 40 by 20. Right. Right. Right, let's put it but, but, double. Twenty becomes forty. A strip. This is why she does the math. T- take from the twenty and make it into strips, and split the strips in half, and twenty becomes forty because you're doing a tatsi. Right, and you do the what? What we said? They have the forty. Right, so 800 turns into 1600, right? Right, so right, 800 is 600 is doubled. Right, which is 3200 by 2. Right, which is basically a quarter. Right. Basically, if you take a quarter of the 800 times 800, how many quarters are in 800? 3200. That's the base of the method then. Okay. It's still infinite, but it's still a shiur. Right, it's a shiur. I don't know what that means. I can't tell you what that means. Okay, now we have a shiur 3200. Okay, it means very big. Okay. The Amar of Hizda, Darish, Mori, Barmor, May Dikhtiv, the Pasuk in Yirmiya, Vihine, Shene, Dudae, Te'enim, Mu'adim, 
לפני היכל השם. What is this over here? Two parts of things. Okay, prepared in front of the hechal. Hadud echad te'enin, tovot me'od. One of them, the good things over there, ketene'e abakurot, like the ones that ripen very quickly. Vehadud ha'echad, the other one, pot, te'enim ra'ot me'od. Asher lo te'echal na merawa. You can eat them because they're so bad. Te'enim tovot, now what are these te'enim? I said, mashap or something. Te'enim ha'tovot, the good figs, elu sadikim gemurim. Te'enim ha'raot, elu resha'im gemurim. Veshema tomar, abad sebram, ubatal, sekuyam, which maybe these resha'in, there's no hope for them anymore. Maybe once the guy's rasha gamur, finished, he's hopeless, and he has no anticipation. Tamud lomar, ha'dudaim, na'dudayah. Dudaim, both parts. Not Nureya. They gave a good smell. Which means what? That even the Rishayim are able to come back. Either they go to Gehinam and they get purged. And therefore ultimately, or at the end of their lives, they're able to make Teshuvah. Ultimately, both parts, both Dudaim, not Nureya. That's she. Okay, that's it. אלו בחולי ישראל שלא טעמו טעם חד. What a story. Which two da'im are we talking about over here, Rabotai? The Gemara says something incredible. You have the young boys, the single boys, that did not go after their girls when they were young. אלו בחולי ישראל שלא טעמו טעם חד. These are the ones that God says, these are the da'im, not today, they give a great, great fragrance like flowers in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Very strong. What's petahenu? Petahenu is referring to the girls. Elu benot Yisrael shemagidot petahen lebaalehen. The Jewish girls, they tell their husbands when they need da, in order that they should not make avera. Uh, so the pasuk says about petahenu. That's the petah of the nida. Megadim. Megadim is magid. Shehem magidot ala petahim. Which means they tie up the petah for their husbands, meaning they're loyal, they're faithful, they don't go half a shalom with other, with other men. Rashi. which means you see over here, the Inyad, the Gezerot, which we talked about yesterday. Hadashim gam yeshanim. Which means, not only the yeshanim, the old ones that the rabbis made, but hadashim, new ones, the new Gezerot that we made, the siyagim that we made on ourselves. Dodi safanti lach. The pasuk is saying, uh, I kept them, which means I fulfilled them. I fulfilled them for, for your sake. That's the siyagim. We didn't give the shiur on Friday. Yesterday we gave the shiur. We said all about this... Uh, this Inyan over here. Okay, read the, read the Rashi over here. Hadashim, Hadashim, Right, the old stuff is the Torah's Gezerot. That's the Yishanim. 
The new stuff is what? The Gezerot of the Rabbanan. Do this, Afanti. I kept them all for your sake. So Rav Hazda told one of the rabbis, I got it He was learning Dirashot. He told him, Did you ever hear Dirashah on the Pasuk Hadashim Gam Yeshanim? What is this Hadashim Gam Yeshanim? And Yeshanim is what? Mitzvot Hamurot. That's going to consider the, the strict ones. The question is, you know, why, why, why do you call them Kalot uh, Vahamurot? So he says over here, Kalot Vahamurot, that's uh, immorality. Sheikara Isur. Lomat Yehud is considered uh, a small one. Uchvat Melachat Shabbat. Lomat Isur Yitziyam in a Tchum. Ah, so you have the Kalot and the Hamurot. I mean the Kalot of the Hamurot. The Kalot of the Hamurot. Hamurot would be Be'ilat Isur. Kalot, Yehud. That's the Kalot of the Hamurot. You have Shabbat. Shabbat, you have the strict Melachot. Then you have outside the Tchum, which is the Kalot of the Shabbat. So you have both. Read the Rashi. Not yet. Not yet. Okay, fantastic. Amar leh, v'chi Torah pa'amim, pa'amim nitna. What are you saying over here? Calling it Hadash and Yashan? Torah was given at one time. There's new and old. It was all given at the same time. Ela halalu medevre Torah, v'halalu medevre sofri. That the Hadashim is the medevre sofri, the medevre siyag for the Torah. And the Bishon will make a saying, Hadashim gam yashanim, to the Bishon didak. The Hadashim is what? The new takanot. And the, for example, shiniyot la'alayot, like we're going to learn. Erubin, how much second erubin is that? Uh, you're, allowed, you're allowed to carry in a hatzed about that. Rabbi's made a gizera, takana, and all these other takanot of um, uh, nida, for example, which we'll see. Okay, so that was hadashim gemeshirim. It's one Torah that has Torah law and then siyagim. Any rashi on that? Amin, amin, it's not the hezo hadashah. Beautiful. That's referring to in every single generation. So my son, be very careful. Beni which means the Torah Torah. Wow, more than the Vret Torah. Why? The Vret Torah, Yeshbahen, Aseh, Venot Aseh. Which means when it comes to the mitzvot of the Torah, there's a lot of the mitzvot that you transgress and you're not Hayab Mita. However, the Vret Sofrim, Kola Over, Al the Vret Sofrim, Hayab Mita. But the Vret Sofrim, they put a stringency on it. Shemat Tomar, Yeshbahen Mamash, Pepnemalo Nechtevu. Right? If they're so important to whatever the rabbi said, how come the Torah didn't tell it to us? Which means the Torah would have end. Which means that's to be, how are you going to carry the Torah? The Torah is going to be endless. So therefore they had to put the Gezerot in a separate, uh, separate box. There's no end. By the way, it still doesn't end. Till today we're still adding to the Takanot and the understandings of the Gezerot. So therefore there'll be no end to, to what we're doing. Look at that sheet. Right, the Debra Khamim are like a Darban. Darban is like the straight stick with a point that keeps the animal from turning in line. Exactly. So the same thing with the Gezerot. 
law and order. It keeps the people in order to keep the, the laws. Do me a favor, bring me the, the tour in the Siman. That was exactly the last of the tour. I didn't see this last year at the time to know it. But okay, continue. The beginning of the Right, more than what was given at Sinai, you have to keep. More than what was given at Sinai, meaning the Takanot. So look at the look at the Lashon of the Tour, which we said yesterday. The Tour says that where is the Ikar for Siyagim? The kar fasiyagim is needed when the Jewish people are going to find themselves in galut. Why? Because that's where the nishyanot, the, the, the nishyanot are. His lashon is the yura de'akuf pegima. You know, isudi daf from the Torah is very, very lenient. Seven days, go to the mikveh. You don't need zayin nikiim. You don't need all this stuff. Achamim came along and said, oh, we have to have every nidah, like a zavah, zavah gedolah, you need seven nikim. What happened? Why are they putting so many fences? So that the short of the two... Through them. That's right, like we said. The vav. So the short of the two is, Meshirabu ha-galuyot, v'takfu ha-tsarot, v'netma'atu ha-levavot. Exactly like what she said. Once you have already rov galut, tokaf of tzarot, the people, their heart is uh, not uh, as sensitive as it used to be in the olden days. Hashu shema yavu litot beisud karet. They worry that he might come to karet. So therefore, at the time of galut, you don't become more lenient when it comes to that. More strict. Today, the people think the opposite. The rabbis, ah, oh, yeah, they're in galut. You got to lighten it up. Adraba. You see what happens in New York when you lighten up on law and order. Do the people become more observant of the law? Or do they become less observant of the law. The only way people become observant of the law is when you tighten the law, not when you when you loosen the law. And galut, the same thing. So you say, oh, listen, they have to be lenient for them on Shabbat. When you when you give them a hand, the nature is going to take the whole body. So therefore, in galut, to keep the people away from the avon, you need to, like we said yesterday in the derash. I'm just giving you the highlights of course we didn't say it on Friday. When the Jewish people came to Matan Torah, forgive us for the repetition, uh, whoever heard this. When, 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 they, when, they, when the people came to Matan Torah, so the Pasuk says, ha'am vayanu'u So we explained it up here at Derash. What does the word vayanu'u mean? Vayar ha'am vayanu'u. Vayanu'u is menashon na'. Na' means na'banat. Matan Torah, when they saw this Torah that was being given, the Jewish people there had nevuah. Everybody in the Matan Torah became prophets. They saw the future. What did they see? That the Jewish people are going to be not banat, they're going to be in exile. And they said, This Torah is only going to be able to be fulfilled. That you have to stand from a distance, you have to accept. See again, you have to put fences up. You're not going to be able to go nose to nose with the book. If you're going to go nose to nose with the book, Yitzhak is going to cause you to fall into the book, to transgress. So the key of the Galut was what? 
The sword of Bayanu is, Bayamdu, but a hawk got to stand for fun. That's why this Gemara is making such a big fuss about, oh, the Siyagim, the Siyagim, the Shemal Peh, the Rash. Good. Velaha Garbe Yigiat Pasa. Amar's end of the Pasuk. Amar Rab Papa, Bered Rab Ahabar Adam, Shred Rab Ahabar Ula, Melamed, Shekol Hamalik, Al Debreha Hamim, Nidon, Betsuaro Tahad. Everybody makes fun. And Mezazel, the words of the Achamim, his punishment is he gets uh, boiled in excrement. So, Velahag Harbe, what's Lahag? Lahag, I guess, is making, making lighter, making mockery. Yigiat Basar. How does she learn it? Yigiat Basar. Yigiat Basar is Soa. It comes out of the uh, Basar. Okay. And Yeshu, isn't there a good Gemara that Yeshu? That's Hazako Baruch. There you go. Because he was Malik. There we go. Gemara Gittin. Based on this. Based on this. Yeshu was not. He told me so. He was Malik and Hakamim. But Kifle Rava Laag Laag Ketiv. It doesn't say Laag. It says Laag. So how are you learning from this pasuk that call him Malik? It really doesn't say Laag. It says Laag. So Gemara says Ela Kol Ahogebaim Toem Ta'am Basar. He actually learned it positively. He said that if you are loheg, meaning you are studying and learn the words of the Tabi Achamim, every time you're studying about eating a new piece of meat that you never tasted before. So therefore it's a praise. Anybody that studies Torah properly, you'll always find a new flavor in the, the mood that you didn't taste before. Tarabanan, famous story with Rabbi Akiva, Maaseh Rabbi Akiva, Shiyahavush Bebet Asurin was in prison. Was his servant. So every day they brought him a certain you know measurement of water. Uh, they didn't want to give the they didn't have to give prisoners a lot of water because they could use it to dig themselves out. So they give them a small amount of water. One time the shomer of the bet asurim saw the biyoshua garsi. Why do you bring so much water today? Maybe using it to escape, to dig the ground in order to escape. So the warden poured out half the water. And he gave him half. So Rabbi Akiva tells the servant, the, 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 the aide, Yoshua, don't you know that my life is dependent on you? I need the water. What did you do over here? You only brought me half a cup of water today? So he told him the story. So I brought you the whole cup of water, but the Shomer poured it out. Give me the water so I can make the tilat yadayim before I eat the bread. Which means there's not enough to drink over here. There's going to be enough to, to, to wash your hands? Which means, drink it. Which means, if you don't follow the Takanam, before the bread, Better I should die a natural death of dehydration than going against the Takana of the Hakamim. Wow, and they was honest. 
It was honest. He didn't have to follow the Hachamim in this case. He just wanted to show that you don't mezazer with the words of the Hachamim. What is a guy going to say that he has a sink two feet away from his kitchen table and he doesn't get up to go wash? He says, no, nah, it's mezonot, you don't have to wash. Rabbi Akiva, he only had half a water. He was willing to die of dehydration, not to mezazer into that shadayim. What are we going to say? Amru, lo ta'am klum, ad lo, he didn't eat until they brought him that water to make that chadaim. They were so amazed. They were so, like they say today, inspired by the Biakiva. Why? He said, Can you imagine his stringency? He was a gibor. He was an old man, 120 years old, like he said. And look at him, his, 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 you know, stringency, his strength. When he was young, and I had come up and come up. Could you imagine what Rabbi Akiva was in his youth? This is the way he behaved in a prison, which he was taking basically his anus, and he was able to tolerate it. You can't imagine what Rabbi Akiva is. And then the Achamim was so impressed by his Mishnah Nefesh under all these uh, circumstances. Read Rashi. That means even if you learn the same thing, you'll never taste it the same way. That's what she's saying. When you review the Vret Torah, oh, I learned it already. No, you learn it again, there's always a new flavor that comes out that you didn't get before, which we know already. Okay, the Gadotzi is the name of a place where well, he, he used to grind the, what is Gadotzi, like uh, beans. That's why they call him the bean grinder. I get a real sure Gadotzi. He was able to accept the Torah when he was young. Could you imagine when he's old, look at the Torah, he accepted the Torah when he was young. He was, Amar of Yehuda, Amar Shuev, B'Sha'ah, Shetiken, Shalomo, Eruvin, V'Nitilat Yadayim, when Shalomo HaMelech established the two Takanot. Number one, the Shalomo established, we know, Eruvin, that uh, we're going to learn now, coming up, Eruvin HaTzerot, Yatsta Batkot Ve'Amra, Beni, Im Hacham Lebecha Yismach Lebi Gamani, which means like a voice came out of heaven and said, my son, if you are smart, you bring me joy as well. And then Shekhinah was happy with the Takarot. Ve'omer, hacham b'ni, v'samach l'bi, v'ashiva horefi, davar. Which is basically, the Shamayim gave a haskamah to Shalom HaMelech's Takarot. Look at that she. Now we're coming up to that now. Right? We don't have that. Is that that she that we need to read yet? I don't think so. Darash Rabbah, my dikhtib, lecha dodi nesea sadeh. Let's go to the fields. Which means don't judge us like the people that come from the big cities. Why? The people in the big cities have a lot of sins. What sins did I have? She is Bahem, Gezel, Arayot, Shvachab, Shvacheker, Elawat, Nesel Sadeh. Judges like the farmers. The farmers are not uh, you know, vulnerable to those type of sins. Move to the book. Move to the book. 
תלמידי חכמים שעוסקים בתורה מתוך הדחק. אנשי השדה, he's referring to the, the people that work the fields, you know, they, they, it's a hard work. And what? They still learn Torah. Even though they have hard work in the fields, they still find time to study Torah. Nalina bekefarim. Al tekre bekefarim. Don't read the kefarim, which is the suburbs. Ela bekofrim. What? Bo ve'aracha otam she'ishpat lem tovah. God Almighty, look at those people that you gave beracha to. And what happened? Vem kafru becha. They ended up becoming kofrim, which is b'nei Esav, not the Jewish people. Neshkima lekeramim. We're going to get up to the vines. What's the vines? What about the porches? It doesn't say anything about it. What's That's the grapes. That's the chumash. You're already opening up so to sprout. That's the Hineso Rimonim. We already have the Rimonim coming out. Elu Ba'ale Gemara. Sham Eten Etodailach. What does that mean? Ar'acha Kevodi Vegodli Sheba Banai Ubnotai. Let's read that Shem with us is talking about now. Shalomoti Ken Elohe Chaserot Vegazar Shalole Hosim Ereshut Heachid Ereshut Heachid Chabero Ba'asot Yad Ba'achakal Isu Torah Shalo Yabo Lehatir Ereshut Harabim Ereshut Heachid very good. Which means on this on this over here, Abotai, we said a very, very important derasha that I'll say over quickly in the Gabesh In the parasha that we read, it said, Kitesela Milhama al Oyevecha, Untano Adonai Elohecha, Biyadecha, Beshavita Shavio. And the Mekubalim learned the Pasuk that it's talking about Milhamal Oyevecha. Who's Oyevecha? Yetzirara. That's, you know, today we, they talk about the invisible enemy, which is the coronavirus. We also have an invisible enemy. It's called the Yetzirara. So the Torah tells you you have to know how to go out to war on this enemy. The way to go to war is you need to make siyagim, you need to make fences. If you think that you can go toe-to-toe and nose-to-nose with the Avon, he's going to get you, put you right in. So you need to make a fence far away, a different siyagim, in order that you'll be able to fulfill the mitzvot. Without the fences, uh, you're not going to be able to, uh, to, to, to succeed. So we said yesterday, an amazing uh, Hazal. Hazal say in the Midrash Tanhuma, it says in the Perasha, V'yad t'yye lecha uh, it's talking about a certain area that you have to have in the Mahane, the, the camp of the war, where the soldiers can go out there and relieve themselves. It says, Viyad Tiyelecha, Viyad. So the Gemara says, the Midrash says, Viyad, Zezichuto Shal Avraham Abinu. Viyad, Zezichuto Shal Avraham Abinu. So we explain based on this Gemara that the word Yad can mean a few things. Yad can mean a hand. Yad can also mean a location. Like in the Pasuk of it says, Yad Tiyeh means a location outside the camp. But a Yad can also mean like this, an ear, a handle. This cup would be very hard to carry unless it had this handle over here. Now it makes it much easier. The Torah is very difficult to fulfill because Yetzirah comes after you. 
Shalomu HaMelech, it says, made the Torah uh, that we could grip it, that we could have a hold on it. What did he do? Look at the Lashon of Nashi over here. Nashi's Lashon is golden language. Gazar, Shalom Leotzim Rishut Lirishut, Hayachid Haberon, Lasot Siyag, Barhaka, Nisut Torah. Shalom Yavon Latin, Mishut Rabin. Why did Shalom HaMelech make a takana on Eruv Hatserot? Eruv Hatserot is mutar, by the way. You're allowed to carry in a Hatser. But Shalomu HaMelech said, a Hatser with houses looks like a Rishut Rabim, and the people might. So he fenced the Isun of Rishut Rabim by fencing something that is mutar. Now, if you can already not be able to carry in the Hatser, forget about Rishut Rabim. So he says, V'hainu dikhtib be'zim itiken m'shim sha'asa oznaim la Torah. He made oznaim. Oznaim is like handles to the Torah. Look at the Lashon now. Ke oznekli she'ohazim oto bam. That you're able to hold them. So therefore we call that, like in Mishnah Uksim, we call the handle a yad. Right? The yad of a keli. The yad of a peri. That's like the stem that you used to hold it. Oh, so therefore the Torah is coming to say, I found amazing Midrash. The Midrash says, Ekev asher shama Avraham bekuri. Vayishmor, mishmarti. Bitzvotai, hukotai betorotai. Avraham Avinu kept the whole Torah before it was given. So the Rashi says on the Pasuk that Kiyem Avram Abinu Afilu Eruf Tehumin. That Avram even fulfilled Eruf Tehumin. Actually, uh, it says in our Gersa Eruf Tavshilin. But Gamma uh, Vendor says it's out so fair. It should say Eruf Tehumin. He says probably it was in a shit about Ayn Taf, and the guy who opened it opened it wrong. Should be opened the Eruf Tehumin. And they asked the Gamma Vilna, how do you know it's Eruf Tehumin? Because the Pasuk says Ekev Asher Shama. The mitzvah of the Ekev. What's the only mitzvah that you do with the Ekev? Tehumin, where you, where you soak. So they remember the Ekev from the word Ekev. But I found an amazing Midrash. The Midrash says that Avram Abinu Yada Vikiyem Eruve Haserot. I'm going to say Eruvin. Avram kept Eruve Haserot. And I explained where, where they know that from the Pasuk. So it says, what's Eruve Haserot basically? I don't know mutar. You're allowed to carry an Hatser. It's a perfect bonafide Rishut Yahid with four walls. That is the example of an Rishut Yahid, the Hatser with four walls. What do you tell me I can't carry? No, because it might be confused with Rishut Rabim, like Rashid just said. So he made a, a siyag. Kiyem Avraham, uh, uh, this, how do we know? The Pasuk Sayyachamim tell us that the way you fight the Yitzhara is Kadesh Atzmecha Mutar. The, the war against the Yitzhara is in the Mutar, not in the is- Isur. Once you're going to start fighting with the Isur, he's finished, he's going to beat you. The fight with the Yitzhara has got to be in the Mutar area that you have to fence them there. The Yitzhara says, wow. Uh, how am I going to get them to carry the shoot to the These guys don't even carry an Azir. I'll never get to the shoot to the These guys are not carrying an Azir. But I'm doing a hawk. They're already so far from the shoot to the Rabim. That's a strategy. He says, don't make siyagim. So therefore, what does it say? Kiyem Avraham Eruve Hatserot. Shene'emar Ekev. Ekev Rashetevot Kadesh Atzmecha Bemutar. That Avraham Abinu was Mekadesh himself in the Mutar area, the Eruv Hatserot, which is Mutar. Oh, basically, what did he do? He made a yad, a handle, so you can hold Hilchot Shabbat. Without that yad, you're not going to be able to have Shabbat. Shabbat's going to fall. He gave us a grip on Shabbat. How can we grip Shabbat? Don't make a grip Shabbat, is making a siyag. Like Rashi said, when you make a siyag, it's like a handle that you can hold the cup. How can I hold Hilchot Shabbat? Like, if you're going to hold Shabbat without a handle, it's going to fall. 
So you need to make a siyag. The siyag is called a yad. So the pasuk says, the yad Who's the one that made the yad? That's hinting to Abraham Abinu that made the yad by making tikkun of Erubei Hatserot. Back to the beginning pasuk in the parasha. Ki tetzeh la milchama lo yevecha. Rashi says, b'milchemet harishut ha-katum b'tabel. That the war of the Yitzra is b'milchemet harishut in the permissible area. That's where you find the Yitzra, the Siyagim. He wants to come and tell you, you're allowed to carry in the Hatzer. What are you being mahmi for? He doesn't want you to carry in the Hatzer. He wants you to get to the Shut HaRabim. So he comes out, you're allowed to carry in the Hatzer. What's the matter? You can carry in the Hatzer. But his end game is not the Hatzer. He knows if you're going to carry in the Hatzer, before you know it, you're going to be carrying the Shut HaRabim. So his goal is to try to break the Siyagim. And what's the proof of the pudding? The, the, the first sin, the first sin of the Torah. They made a siyag, what? Don't touch. What did he do? He broke the siyag. Once she touched the tree, then it was over. That's his item, to break siyagim. Uporetz geeder, yeshechenu nachash. One who breaks the fences will get bitten by the snake. That's his method. Oh, so now we go back to the original pasuk. You're going to go fight your enemy with Yisra'ara. God will deliver him in your hand. But what's the key? Based on the Yadayim. Based on the Siyagim. Based on the fences. Which means if you make Yadayim the Torah, if you make Takanot and Gezerot, that's why it's called Nida. That's the Yitzra wants to tell you, seven days, men Torah, just go in the ocean. Because he knows if you're going to start with that, you'll be in your bathtub next week. He knows we're gonna, if you start with that, you'll be in the pool, you'll be in the swimming pool. So the rabbi's got to go along and say, you can't do this, you can't do that. So you're, t- you're, you're 2,000 miles from the bathtub now. You'll never get to what he wants. You understand what the goal of the Yitzra you, you never get. But if you're going to go right to the, 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 the edge, he very he pushes you in, and before you know it, you're out. So the, 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 the strictness of the Gezerot, is the preserve. Rabbi Yitzhak Karo wrote on the Mishnah, Va'asu Siyagna Torah, he learned, Midrash Shemuel brings it, that it doesn't only mean the Hachamim. Everybody has to make their own Siyag to their own Torah. Which everybody has to make a Siyag. How are you going to remember Kriyat Shema at night when you come home? You have to make a Siyag for yourself. I'm not eating dinner until I say the Kriyat Shema. Or not speaking Lashonara. In the day I speak Lashonara, it's give $500 to Siyadaka. Siyagim, you have to, if you're not going to make that Siyagim on your religion, then it, sometimes you'll do it, sometimes you won't do it. You have to fence yourself. So, But then it says what? So he said, why doesn't it say, Meaning, take him as captive. Explanation is, you have to use the method of the enemy for yourself. What's the method of the Yetzirah? To break the Siyagim. Therefore you have to use his method that he tries to do against you. You have to use it against him. Veshavita. Veshavita what? Shavio. His item. What's his item? Porez Geder. The Esther Nahashi. Why do you not live next to the fence? The Midrash says, they asked him, why do you live next to the fence? He said, that's what I do. <laughs> I break fences all day long. I need paraz tigit roch olam, which is the, 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 the parents of... Uh, that's why... The Yetzirah is also called... Abotai, one, one more minute, and then we'll go back to Gemara. This is the finish of the Rasha. It says, it says that Amalek is the epitome of the Yetzirah. The Zohar Kadosh, they love whatever they see in Rasha. Oh, that's the Yetzirah. Paro, da Yetzirah. Amalek, da Yetzirah. They're all different images that we can relate to of the Yetzirah. So it says, Vayavu Amalek. Amalek. Where is Amalek? Vayelachem Yisrael Berfidim. He came to the Jewish people in Fidim. What is it, Fidim? Shirafu Yedehem Menat Torah. 
I asked a simple question. Where is Rifayun in Torah? In your brain. You don't learn Torah with your hands. Ashkenazim learn with their hands. They do the thumbs. But what is the Rafu Yedehem in the Torah? Rafu Rashihem in the Torah. Rafu Pihem in the Torah. Rafu Yedehem. You know when Amalek is able to come? When we take the Yadayim away from the Torah. Rafu Yedehem in the Torah. Once already you remove the Siyagim, we have Amalek. Amalek's right there. But if there's a fence, he can't come. He's blocked. That's the Shiniyot La'arayot, like we're going to learn. That's Urub Hasidot. That's the dinim of whatever Yehud that we're going to learn. That's all the takarot and the, and the modern takarot as well. So that's why uh, we cannot come along today and appease the people and say, well, you know, it's a weak generation, all that. Let them. We let them. You're going to let them do more things. Again, I, I can bring you the, the mashal. By weakening law and order, it doesn't make people more obedient. By weakening law and order, it makes people more criminal. Like you see it. Right, broken glass. With an umbrella. Because mm. so you have an eruv. I said, what are you doing? You have an eruv. See, that's what happens. That's what, so you can't lighten up. When you lighten up law and order, it doesn't make the people more obedient. It makes the people more belligerent. The same thing is in religion. And the last thing we say is that learn from the virus that we're experiencing now, the, the, the world, that made siyagim. Most of the things that everybody's doing is siyagim, which is... Six feet, mass, which I'm not mizanzel. All good things, but it's ultimately to get you away from the major crimes, uh, sneezing on each other, shaking hands, kissing. So, but they can't tell you don't do that, because otherwise you're going to get to everything but tonight, you're going to get it. So they tell you, ah, this is, do all these homerot, don't have uh, drinking, eating, whatever they made the takano. That's all to keep you away. I have no problem. If you have to make a siyag for a physical enemy, which is an invisible enemy. Learn from there. Would you learn? At least something should come out of this. Then the next time a guy comes and say, Oh, what are you being so mamid? Are you with a guy where you had two masks on and six pairs of gloves on and you put the, you, you took a bath in the, in the what do you call it? In the, in the Purell. And now when it comes, why? You have to be mamid. No problem. I'm not, no problem with that. You're careful when it comes to the physical enemy, when it comes to spiritual enemy, and then you mizazil and the takanot. I mean, be consistent. Don't be, don't be too fast. Anyway, it says over here in the, in the, in the, in the, in the pasuk over here, what was siyag for? Against taharot. Terumah, for the people that eat terumah. So the hands will be pure. Kerachim. Chavot. Kerachim, mekom shivakim hen liyishub gadol. Beregel, rochim v'sochayim n'suyasham. Lefichach, kaze v'arayot nohek bahem. In the cities, what's in the cities? Business, business is kesel. People back and forth, it's arayot. Yeah, those are the good guys. They're learning. Even though they have a hard job during the day, they come home, they study, they study Torah. Right, which means it says that first you have the, uh, the original Pasuk, in Parcha HaGefen. Parcha HaGefen is just a sprout. Then you have Simadat. Simadat already, it's, it's a little fruit. That's been opened already. Pada'a Simadat's Mishnah. Mishnah opens up the Mikra. That's bigger. The Rimonim is the pomegranate. Gadel. Okay, Mashal. No. Then what did it say? Arekh, what did it say? Shebah, Banayu, Bnotai. He says, Shebah, Banayu, Bnotai. Haynu, Hashebah, Hanamut, Basuk, Shahoreze. Hadudayim, Natureya. When it said, uh, um, I will see my praise in my children, that's the boys that are young, that don't commit with the girls, 
and the girls that tell their husbands when they need that. So that's the Sheva of Banai Ubnotah. That's what it means at the end. Sham etin et lach. Over there, you will see the praise that I get from my children. Amar Abba my dichtiv. What does it say in the Pasuk Vaydaber? Shalom was talking about Sheloshet, Alafim, Mashal, 3,000 Mashalim, Vayhi Shiro, Hamisha Va'elef. And his songs were Hamisha Va'elef, which is 1,005. Wow, he was able to give 3,000 explanations via Mishalim to every word in the Torah. Wow, and everything of the Rabbanan, he was able to give 1,005 explanations. Okay. What does it mean? What does it mean? He put the ears on the Torah, that's the handles. He gave explanations. What does it mean? He taught the people the He taught the people Torah which means he gave them uh, different uh, explanations based on the ta'amim of the Torah. He was able to be based on the, on, on the notes, on the ta'amim. He was able to explain what the uh, what is it? Uh, what does it mean? And he was able to explain the Torah through Mishalim. Chamaruch used to explain this Pasuk in the following way from Achav Zahatiyah. And he would say it on Achav Avadiyah, Allah Vashalom. He would say, that, What does it mean that Viyoted Shehaya Kohelet Hakam, that as great as he was as a Hakam, Limed Da'atata, he taught the people. Of course, he was a great Hakam, he teaches the people as if it's a praise. The praise would be, uh, uh, I don't know, if, it, if he didn't do this, it would be a genai. So Chabaruk would say that sometimes the genius is at a disadvantage because he's unable to synthesize his wisdom to say it in a simple way for the people to understand it. Einstein, he has a lot of wisdom, but he can't uh, give it to the regular guy. He can talk to geniuses, but he can't, he can't simplify it that every guy's going to understand it. So he says, the greatness of Shilom Melech was that as much as he was a hakam, he was still able to teach ta'am. So Chabaruch said that although he doesn't have that ability, he was humble, Chabaruch. He had the ability, tremendous. But he, he gave the praise to Chabaruch. Chabaruch was, uh, forget about it. He had the kula, tula, kula. And he would give the shiurim yazdim. Who's he giving? The ta'am. And he opens up sugyot and are so complicated. Just gives you tea and you don't even realize. He just learned the whole sugyah from the beginning to the end. And he put it to you on a, on a, it's a chokmah to take a, a hard item and chop it up into small pieces and give it to the people. And they don't even realize what they went through. Rabbi Gidon does that, uh, the, same, the same style. You know, uh, whole else. deep subject. And all of a sudden it comes in front of the guys. Whoa, what is this over here? What, what, what did I just eat? So he says, by Chamaruch Yisrael himself, he said, he, has the, he was sharper than Acham Abadiyah. Chamazatiya told him that the, the harif is Acham Baruch. His mind was very sophisticated, complicated, I mean deep. And Chamazatiya is deep, but he's more quick. So he said, Chamazatiya said, you know, he, he, he has a hard time explaining that when you listen to Chamazatiya talk, he had to, you know, not because of his accent, just he, he was deep. So you have to understand what, well, a lot of times when he talked, you had to sit back and what did he say? What did he mean? What did he, it's hard, hard to communicate it. Because that's the genius. That's our time to communicate. But this was a genius of Shalom Melech that he had both. He had the... Uh, and, and, and not only that, but I heard once of a different rap. That normally, when you have a great Tamid Hacham, 
that comes and talks. So obviously he's going to talk on a, a level. He has to talk on the level that, that he has. Who benefits from it? The Achamim in the Shi'ur say, wow, that was a great Gemara. You heard the Semara, the Tosafot, you heard the Ma'ad. They get all excited. And the Amar assistant says, uh, yeah, okay, it's, there, it's nice. Whatever, I didn't get anything from it, but okay, it's nice to be here. <laughs> but the great Hakamim, they're able to talk in a way where every single guy in the room comes out with something. So unbelievable. How can you give a shoe where Hakam walks out and he's satisfied, and Amaz walks out and he's satisfied? So they say, V'yoter she'aya ko'elet Hakam od limed da'at et ta'am. That in the same shi'ur, he was able to teach ta'am something where they benefited as well. That's a difficult thing, to teach a class where you have different levels of people. And that's what Chabaruch was a master. But when Chabaruch used to give the shi'urim, everybody attended it, the Hakamim and the, the regular guys. And everybody walked out, that ah, was the best you would ever heard. How <laughs> could Amaharis be excited like the guy? But everybody heard, you know, on their level, and they were able to connect to it, which is a, which is a brilliant thing to do. Anyway, the Gemara says, Here's the Pasuk. Amar, Ola, Amar, Bi, El Azar, Betchidai, Tatura, Domele, Kififa. It was like a basket. Shena, Oznayim, didn't have a handle. Shalomo added the handle so he can get a grip on the basket. And what did he do? Look at that. She says what he did. Look at the last that she. There's the key line. Read it slow. Right. We have an ahiza. We have a hand grip. On the Torah, that when you, when you distance yourself away from the Avera, then you have a grip on the Torah. That, that's the inan of the Yadayim, then if it doesn't have. Baruch Amen. Amen. Amen.